guys, welcome back to ICRC. This is podcast 12. Um, and today we're going to be talking about something that's like quite interesting and out of this world because it's paranormal activity and conspiracy theories. If you get the joke, paranormal activities are like, oh no, it's not aliens, it's ghosts. Okay, my bad. Never mind, we're going to move on to facts about ourselves. So today we have Hal, Sunny, Isaac, and Kiara. Um, let's go in that order and give a fact about yourself. Um, hi, I'm Hal, and if it wouldn't kill me, I would totally eat just a tube of paint. Hi, I'm Sunny, and I used to have seven cats. Hi, I'm Isaac, and I play golf every day. Hi, I'm Kiara, and I used to know how to juggle. Okay, uh, that was our introduction, so we're going to get started with the ISIA article. So the ISIA article today is quite a fun one. It's why Barbie Girl is voted Worst Song of the 90s by Nicole Chan. So thank you, Nicole. Go check this article out on isyahk.org. Um, thoughts about the article? I found it really interesting because I had never noticed how in the article they pointed out how some of the lyrics are really sexist and inappropriate and I never noticed that because I used to listen to the song as a kid and I found that quite shocking because I as a kid I wouldn't really listen to the lyrics so I'm still kind of in a state of shock that I've been just kind of listening to this. Uh, as much as I appreciate the sentiment of the article about sexism in songs especially children's music is bad I really feel like the lyrics of Barbie Girl are satirical and not actually meant to be taken at face value. I mean, like, yeah, it's derogatory towards women, derogatory towards women if you like only read it and not actually like take a closer look. It's like a more of like a, a satire and like the glamorized life of people living in a plastic world like Barbies would be or like Hollywood access or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Like, I think that's a really important perspective. But going on a less serious note, like, I think it's also, like, a bit funny how it's always, like, the kids' TV shows and the kids' songs that have these really hidden, weird jokes in them. Um, yeah, something I wanted to bring up because I thought it's, like, it's funny. Um, moving on, let's talk about paranormal activity. What is your opinion on ghosts? Um, for me, to an extent, I believe they are real, but it's not the way they're portrayed in movies. It's just kind of like a spirit or whatever that's just kind of around. I also think like um, ghosts, maybe, I think they're actually real. Like it may not be that often like in real lives, but like I experienced like, like a door shut by self like one day, like, when I was studying, and so I think it's, it might be true. I think the theories behind ghosts are interesting. I mean, a little thing would be chalked up to like the wind or bad architectural design or something like that. But I think the idea that people will stay in on Earth, like even after they're gone, because of some reason, even just like very mundane reasons, I think that's pretty cool. Would any of you want to become a ghost when you die? Honestly, yeah, I think it'd be pretty fun to be like, I suppose they're invisible to like humans. So it's kind of like being in your own world, living as a unique character. 
Yeah, that's pretty cool. But also, right, the thing about ghosts is that they're so widely co- the widely covered in media that there's so many different rules to, to apply to ghosts. Like some sometimes you can see ghosts, sometimes you can't see ghosts. Sometimes you have no memory for you when when you're alive when you're a ghost. Sometimes you are just evil because you are a ghost. And like, what sort of rules do you think would be most realistic? Like if ghosts were real, or yeah. I feel like, for me personally, I don't think we'd be able to see them. I personally don't believe in ghosts, but I think that's also because I'm scared to believe in them because I feel like that would just creep me out too much. But um, I would hope we can't see them because if we did, that would also creep me out too much. And I don't know. I can't decide or I can't tell if I think other they are all around us or they just are in certain places and uh, personally I don't believe in ghosts as in like they're floating around you but I believe in like okay this kind of I believe in like spirits which is technically ghosts but like it's like after you die there's a part of you that's like still there but you're not like a ghost like I don't believe that a ghost is like a different creature that's like you know with the black eyes and then the white tablecloth I think it's like more of like like humans that have died and then their spirits have like risen and then they're the ghosts if that makes sense so do you believe in reincarnation I do I do. What about you guys? I have no solid belief in like any afterlife sort of thing. Like I believe, like I'd like to believe there's an afterlife, but also there's also the very high possibility that when you die, there's just nothingness for eternity. That's kind of sad though. Yeah, I agree. I don't think there's an afterlife or whatsoever. I think like once you're dead, it's just it. There's nothing else. I also don't think afterlife like it's- real but i saw some examples like um like people in like 21st century they remember like what they experienced in their past life like some of them used to live in egypt so it makes me think afterlife like it's kind of real i have a question about that do you think that's just because they're trying to get attention or they're trying to be different or they're trying to I don't know confuse other people or do you really believe that they're telling the truth or do you think that they think they're telling the truth but they're really not because I feel like my opinion is a mix of all three I feel like some of them like they might be just getting attention but for like some other I actually believe like they provide evidence which is pretty true and okay right so the brain is pretty messed up it can conjure a lot of stuff that you will believe even if it's not real it's just something you created in your mind but there is there is no definitive proof of you can be like if you have past lives or like you were a farmer in ancient Egypt but a lot of people they might not be looking for attention, but they definitely believe in something that's not real sometimes. 
I think I'm gonna take us on like a different tangent, but I think a part of like making stuff up kind of like it connects to religion because ultimately, obviously, no one knows like you know where these religious beliefs have come from or like whether one is really right and one's wrong or whether it's like a mix up all. But like personally, I just believe that regardless, like religion is so important because it gives people like a way of life like it gives them meaning to live and so the part about like making stuff up for attention in regards to like afterlife and making stuff up like alternatively I don't know if it's like I, I wouldn't agree with that okay let's move on to conspiracy theories yay okay uh do you guys have any conspiracy theories that you'd like to share I will start with mine. Okay, uh, conspiracy theory. The earth is flat. Um, obviously, don't believe it, but I think it's just one of like the funniest ones because the memes that have come out of it are just too hilarious. I've seen like theories about like flat earth where people genuinely believe there's a massive ice wall surrounding the edge of the earth so all the water doesn't spill out. And um, for some reason no one's ever found it because it's being guarded by the cia or something there's also a lot of theories like i've seen a couple of videos actually of people being like hey nasa's tricking us the earth isn't round because look at this and it's just jpeg compression yeah no i just really love the like the memes like the in like in social distancing will everybody everybody be pushed off to the edge because you have to maintain like a six meter difference or there's like the yeah, the earth is flat, look at the globe. And then it's like, read that again, but slowly. And then it's like, okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Those are just funny to me. Um, do you guys have any other conspiracy theories? Have you guys seen that theory? I don't know where I saw it on Instagram, where um, Eminem, something about Eminem, and then they showed pictures comparing him from like 10 years ago or so to now, and then his bone structure is completely different. They're like, Eminem disappeared. And there's like, it's a doppelganger, it's a fake guy actually replacing Eminem. Have you guys seen it? <laughs> I've not seen that one specifically, but for like three months, my YouTube would recommend me a video called Paul is Dead. And it was a theory that Paul McCartney was killed and replaced like Eminem would be. <laughs> there was also one on um, April Levine back when like she was in the peak of her popularity, she got killed. For some reason and then like they found a clone to replace her people are quite obsessed with clones sorry have you guys ever heard the one where like all like the globe's biggest politicians are like killing babies and drinking their blood yeah. i have not seen that is that is that the end of it or is there like some i don't know something about lizard people something about lizard people something about maintaining youth something something running the world I, I don't know it's like Illuminati stuff it's really stupid my all-time favorite conspiracy theory comes from um the da vinci code which i recommend as a book that you should all read because it's so good um it's that uh like i don't mean to offend you if any of you guys like i don't know like aren't like avid christians but basically in the da vinci code it's all about like leonardo da vinci and his society um and it's about how Jesus had a wife and a daughter, and obviously they wanted um, 
and he wanted like he was a big feminist so he wanted his wife to take over the church when he died but all the other people like all of the people below him didn't want that so they like after Jesus died um Mary Magdalene and her child Sarah had to like disappear and evacuate and that's where Uncle Joseph came in um and yeah it's just my favorite theory because it's so interesting and it just changes the way like it gives it kind of puts into perspective why since the beginning like men were always considered um superior to women so that's my favorite theory um i got conspiracy theory um do you believe that princess diana was killed by by accident or was she killed by the uk that's quite interesting actually i don't think i know enough about princess diana to answer but i see how that theory could come up what do you guys think i think i need to see how vengeful the uk can be towards princess diana first yeah, um, I'm also going to need like 30% more context to answer that question. Okay, what do you guys think about conspiracy theories in general? Love them or hate them? Do you guys like like the idea or you don't? I think a lot of them are positively nuts. Um, I think if you like, I guess if you're like really interested in like thinking about conspiracy theories, that'd be fun or like something harmless, I guess. But when people actually like, act upon them and consider them to be true that's a little bit weird yeah i agree with that i think they're like interesting to look at but not to like too deeply kind of try to interpret whether it's real or true or false because that's just not possible and what happens with a lot of conspiracy theories that when you look too deep there's a lot of holes and like things that don't make sense and then it gets people start reaching more and more to fill in those holes and then it gets a little bit insane. Yeah, because I feel like the conspiracy theories are there to like, um, I don't know, like cover the holes. And I feel like if you keep looking, like you said, there will just be more holes Then I feel like more conspiracy theories are created. And I think then it gets, yeah, slightly crazy. And confusing and difficult to keep up with. I love personally. I love show conspiracy theories. So, um, like if a show gets canceled and like they're at a cliffhanger, I love reading about um, all of the things that could have happened. My personal favorite um, is Society. Is the Society on Netflix? Um, it got canceled, unfortunately. I don't know how many of you guys watched it, but it was so good. And I love the conspiracy theories. I'm sure Kiara can back me up here, but. Did you, do, do you like reading them? Because like they end on a cliffhanger and then Netflix cancels the show. So you gotta come up with an ending for yourself. Yeah, I think that's, yeah. I think that really helps, especially because I feel like I just need closure sometimes and the conspiracy theories provide that. And I feel like it's especially good because you get to choose the ending you want because you get to choose the conspiracy theory you believe in which is usually the one you want. So I quite like that as well. Okay, so I'm on the Wikipedia article for conspiracy theories right now. And did you know that the KGB tried to say that the CIA invented HIV? I did not know that, but that's quite interesting. 
So, uh, what are your opinions on that? I think it's really funny after the fact that the KGB tried to insinuate that AIDS was created by the CIA for some reason, uh, but it would have been quite. A lot of people probably would have been scared of that because people trust government information very easily sometimes. I feel like that's like, yeah, that's similar to people saying like COVID was made by someone to attack someone else. And I just, yeah, I find that quite funny. Yeah, a big majority of conspiracy theories, especially like New World Order stuff, were very bigoted. <laughs> and a lot of them are quite anti Semitic. You know, the whole Jews run the banks, every, all the money. Jewish people run all, yeah, it's like. Yeah, for sure. Do you guys have any other conspiracy theories that you want to bring up or you have in mind before we go to the would you rallies? Okay, um, so because it's like, again, it's like a topic that you don't really have would you rallies about. Um, I just have 60 plus deep and hard would you rally questions. Um, thank you, Sam, who wrote this article. Um, okay, so would you rather know the date of your death or the cause of your death? So like when you're gonna die or how you can die? Ah, that's so hard. Yeah, okay, so death date, that's inevitable, right? So you're just like, okay, well, I'll accept that. I can't change that. I'll just do everything I can before I die. But you will live with the constant fear of that certain day and you'll know when you, you're expiring. But with cause of death, it's like all those like Greek prophecies where the king tries to kill his grandson and then that actually ends up making the grandson try to kill him. So it's a difficult one. But I, but I think knowing when you die kind of gives you like, an idea of like so you know when you're gonna die you're not gonna waste like the time period where you're near death doing nothing you're gonna like spend it with you know people you want and just make spend like the rest the remaining time usefully yeah but ignorance is bliss yeah exactly like i feel like if you knew when you were going to die and you're going to live every day as if you were going to die the day you were going to die. I don't know if that makes sense. But then you would do everything in your power to like try and live your best life. And then in that process, you wouldn't really live your best life because you're pushing yourself. Like, do you know what I mean? Like if I say like, oh, okay, the, the thing comes out, I'm going to die at like 22. I want to go skydiving. I want to go like, I don't know, jumping off a helicopter. Then I'm going to do all that stuff and I'm going to do it and like, such a rush period of time that I lose learning about myself in the process. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I would rather know how I died just because of that. Just because I would live, as Hal said, I would live in the constant fear that like, I'm gonna die. So I have to do stuff. Like there's an expectation. Okay. Then, oh, sorry. Go no, ahead. you go ahead. Okay, I might be looking way too into it, but like, if you know when you're gonna die, does that mean you can't die before that date? Yeah, I was going to say, like, if you know how you're going to die and you try to avoid every, like, you try to avoid that thing that is going to cause your death, then is that, what if it were, like, orange juice, right? And then you just never drink orange juice, you distance yourself from orange juice, then you're never going to die. But then, like, what if, sometimes they're, like, <laughs> self-fulfilling prophecies, right? If your fatal cause is orange juice, 
you never develop an Im- immunity to orange juice or something. And then one day someone accidentally gives you orange juice and then you die. And then boom, all your avoidance. You could have prevented your death, but you didn't. It's inevitable. Is it like that? Or is it like, I'm going to die via skydiving. I'm never going to go skydiving. I need to think about this a bit. That's <laughs> why I think like the whole thing about how I miss what House said because I liked that, but like it kind of follows the same thing as like time travel. Like if you were to change something in the past, it would affect the future. So if you, this is my theory, right? So if you were to change like, okay, like take the orange juice, for example, if I loved orange juice and orange juice was how I was going to die and I would like stop drinking orange juice, then that would change the way I died. Does that, does that make sense? Like in my opinion, that's what would happen. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And then you won't truly know how you're going to die because you've avoided that thing that's going to cause your death because you know you're going to die of orange juice, but what if for your whole life you're going to wear a protective coat to stop orange juice? Or what if you time travel and you completely eliminate orange juice and then it never exists, so you'll never die? But then at the same time, if you could time travel, then you could also know when you were to die. So there's a hole in this. <laughs> Would you rather? I think, I think you just cracked the code. And the code is that we cannot answer this question. So let's move on. Okay. Um, the next Would You Rather is... Um, would you rather always hit a red light for the rest of your life or always get slow internet after the sun goes down so after sunset it's a really weird question but so every time you get on public transport or you drive a car every time you're on the road with the traffic light you will always hit a red light every single time you try to go near a traffic light in that vehicle yeah, vehicle or walking. So like you know. Or walk. Have- oh yeah, yeah. It's like every time you see a red light. I mean, every time you see a crossing, there's a red light. Mm. I guess you could jaywalk. If you're just getting hit by a car, that's not vehicle safety. Yeah, you could jaywalk. <laughs> yeah, but we don't promote illegal acts here. I promote illegal act. No, I don't. Okay, we can't jaywalk. I'm sorry. Um, what would you guys do? They're both on, like, patience. Like, are you more patient with the internet or are you more patient with the traffic light? I think I'd probably go for the traffic light. I like fast internet. I like watching shows in high quality. I would go for the internet because I have no patience whatsoever for traffic lights. Like there's one trap, there's this one traffic light coming from like cycling direction to school and just there's two in a row. And then, so that one's red. You have to wait for it to go green and it's always red. And then you turn maybe like drive another like 20 meters and there's another traffic light and it's never green. And I have no patience for that. So I think I would have to go for the internet. And I think that would be good for me. It would encourage me to sleep earlier. 
and not spend so much time on my phone. Yeah. yeah. I would actually choose traffic light because I simply couldn't live without like fast internet. Like when I watch YouTube or Netflix, I really need like fast internet. I cannot wait for like 30 seconds to load like a clip. But it's only after sunset, so technically you'd have it for the day. So is it still worth it? The You're at school during the day. I mean, if you weren't at school, I guess, yeah. But like, yeah, yeah. you know, there's stuff to do. It's not on your computer during the day. You, I, use, I only use like my laptop at night, like for myself, so. That's true. Um, I agree with Kiara. I'd rather like not wait for the traffic lights because I don't know why, like, I just hate having to wait for lights, but I'm okay with, like, slow internet. It just doesn't irritate me nearly as much as, like, having consistent red lights. Yeah, I would... Uh, yeah, I would agree. And having experienced both, I feel like I have more patience for the internet. I think I've developed this patience as well because I've... Our internet is quite slow. Uh, yeah, I, I would agree as well. I have no patience for either one, but uh, for me to get anywhere like beyond my building, there's like five crossings. So if I were to wait a red light for every single crossing, I would not be able to do that. So for that reason only, I would choose um, the traffic light. I mean, yeah, I think, yeah, okay. Um, would you rather would you rather always feel the urge to pee or never know when you have to pee and in brackets always wear a diaper i'm sorry could you repeat that would you rather always have to pee have always have the urge to pee they just be like oh god i want to pee i feel like you guys know i don't know why i had to explain that but or would you rather never know when you pee? Um, so you'd always have to wear a diaper. Wouldn't you have to wear a diaper for both anyways? So if you always feel like you have to pee, then like, you'd rather always be in the bathroom, but you'd always be very scared that you're about to pee. So the diaper would be like a safety net. So it's a diaper wearing both situations. You can't escape it. But like, urge to pee doesn't mean you have to pee, right? Okay, this is my answer simply because um, Sheldon Cooper, um, so he has like a bathroom schedule, right? So if you follow your bathroom schedule, all you have to do is fight the urge and then you'll pee at the normal times that you have to pee on a daily basis. Yeah, but then you finish pee. When do you finish pee? <laughs> you always feel like you have to pee. Yeah, but then the urge is different to actually having to pee. Like, yeah, but yeah. it doesn't matter to you because you're in the middle of class. You're, you're busting to go to the bathroom all the time. It's misery. So you'd rather always wear a diaper? Uh, no, actually. I'm just trying, trying to be edgy. Yeah, okay. Um, let's just move on. Because this is an interesting question that I don't think I can come up with an answer for it. Would you rather lose all of your friends but win the lottery or keep your friends but you don't get a raise for the rest of your life? So you would earn, I mean, I guess we don't earn anything right now, but you would earn, say, like, very, very average salary of, like, 
I don't know what an average salary in Hong Kong is, but let's just say 40,000 Hong Kong dollars for the rest of your life. But you have your friends. Could my friends support me financially? If you were to take the second option. Yeah. If you have loyal friends or like good friends, then yeah, I suppose. Would you financially support me if I went if I went broke? If I was good enough friends with you, if you would if you would inherit value and that's really mean. I'm sorry. <laughs> you see, I think you would have to be financially supporting me, so I'm not sure how that would work from me to you or anyone. But I would hope my friends could also financially support me. Okay, enough of this accounting stuff. Um, so if I win the lottery and I lose all my friends, can I just make new friends? Yeah. Okay. Will they only like me because I won the lottery? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Aww. Only if you financially support me. No, I'm kidding. Please. <laughs> Come up with an answer for this one because I feel like we've avoided every single other would you rather question. It's hard. It's hard because, it, like, how's right? Like, even after you win the lottery, how do you know that your friends are genuine? You just hide your lottery winnings from them, unless you're meeting them at Lottery Ticket Purchase Purchasers Anonymous or something. I don't know. This is hard, but we have to. We have to be decisive. We have to be decisive. We always just skip over these questions. Isaac, what I would you do? Never mind. I meant to say study. Go. I would rather not win the lottery, but be able to keep my friends. It's sappy, but I agree. I would agree as well because I feel like the winnings from the lottery would not be worth what my friends are. So, and I feel like that wouldn't last as long as my friends would. I also agree. Would you rather be free or totally safe? Sorry, could you repeat that? Free or- would you rather, Sorry, would you rather be free or totally safe? So you have the freedom to do whatever you want, but on the other hand, could be totally safe from anything that might harm you. But that means you wouldn't have freedom. No. I mean, like, I don't think it means, like, I don't think they're, like, I think, I don't know. Like, I don't think they're dependent on one another. Like, I think if you were to be completely safe, you, I think it's just the guarantee of it. So you would have guaranteed freedom or guaranteed safety. Do you know what I mean? Okay, I would always uh, be free because I think the guarantee of safety is not like, okay, this sounds weird, but I feel like the guarantee of safety means that you don't have fear of your life and that like lowers the value of your life. And so you wouldn't care about yourself as much because you're completely safe all the time. So knowing the wise person I am, I think I would, be completely free because I know I would be able to make good decisions 
as a fellow not so wise person, I would agree with your statement because I think freedom is more important than safety. I find the freedom guarantee more appealing than the safety guarantee because the safety guarantee could just mean you were in a prison. Wait, so you're saying the safety guarantee? Uh, no, if, the freedom one. But then if you're saying freedom comes with being a person already, then... No, I mean, no, I said, like, the safety one, like, it just guarantees your safety, right? Nothing else. That could mean you were just stuck in a room forever. You'd be safe in the room, uh, but not, not much else. Yeah, that's true. I was going to say safety, but now I would... I don't think I'd like to be stuck in a room, so I think I'd say freedom as well. I don't necessarily think safety would be stuck in a room because I think safety would just mean that if I were to jump out of the plane, I would be safe. Like, that's guaranteed safety. Not that, like, I'm stuck in this room because nothing can harm me. It's just that, like, I would be the miracle of every, like, danger story. But would you jump out of a plane out of, like, nowhere, though? Okay, no, but, like, what I mean mean is that... If you had guaranteed like safety then yeah I would because I wouldn't need to worry about being harmed and I could just worry about being happy and like excited and yeah sorry what were you gonna say here no but then is okay going back to your point I don't think safety what does safety mean does safety mean that you're never gonna get hurt or does safety mean that you're never gonna die because those are two different things because if safety meant that I was never gonna get hurt then sure jump out of plane but if it means that I'm never going to die, then I would probably not jump out of a plane because that would cause a lot of pain. Yes, I would agree then. I think if it meant, I think if I could do it without any harm to myself or any pain at all, then I would go safety. But if not, I would go freedom. Because what's the point of living if you're, I mean, you could be totally disabled and still be alive and that would be guaranteed safety and I don't think I would like that so I'd go freedom in that case okay uh, I, I would you rather uh if we still have time yes okay so would you rather be able to talk to land animals animals that fly or animals that live underwater I would say um animals that could fly so then I could ask them to carry me and fly me to places so I wouldn't have to waste money on transport I would say underwater because I think fish are really weird I think it's just a strange concept fish they wouldn't be much practical purpose but like it'd just be cool to understand what goes on down there what's the 90% of the ocean we haven't discovered yeah I feel like you'd have a good conversation with them I'm in for the pursuit of intellectualism. I would also pick um, flying animals just because I think they can help me deliver messages. Um, I would think. <laughs> Why would you need help delivering a message? Sorry, I'm cutting you off, Isaac. Why would you need help delivering a message? <laughs> what? <laughs> because my phone is broken. You have a computer, you have email. I have yet to text a friend through email so far you should do so it's quite fun just just ask for an email it was invented several decades ago i think it's pretty convenient more convenient than carrier pigeons yeah actually sunny from experience it's not too terrible conversations by email um i think i would have to try check that out in the future 
Sorry, as like I cut you off completely. What were you gonna say? Um, I I would actually choose like sea animals because like I think ocean is pretty like mysterious, and I would actually want to check it out. I know, like realistically, this would not be possible because jellyfish don't have brains. But I would talk to those deep sea jellyfish that have, like five billion neon colors, just because I think they look cool. Okay, um, let's just do a two final would you rather questions, um, because we started a bit late. Ooh, okay. Would you rather have three kids and no money? And by no money, I don't mean like you're broke. I mean like minimum wage, working two jobs. Um, or would you have no kids and three million dollars? No kids and three million dollars. What is this shameless? I'm not supporting three kids on minimum wage. Agree, agree. I would do the same. I think it depends on how well I like my kids. Okay, well, there's like some wheel of fortune thing, right? So if you have three kids, but you were offered three million dollars, you gotta give up the kids. Gotta bye bye orphanage. You go, or like you keep the kids and you keep working minimum wage. Or you just don't have kids at all. And like, if you refuse the $3 million, you just get three kids. Okay, so I think it's just like, if you're pregnant, not, okay, no. Like if you have a kid, then that's like biologically yours or like you've, the other methods of getting your own baby. Um, like if that kid was yours, the option for having $3 million is exhausted. And if you were to straight away choose, like, okay, no, I'm going for the human dollars, I won't have any kids, it would mean that you are, like, infertile. You don't, you can't give kids or you can't get kids. Like, adoption agencies would just decline you. Um, and then if you had kids and then you got the option of saying no kids and $3 million, then you would, your kids would die. No kids to begin with. It's, like, the easiest option. I don't... Who, how attached are you to fictional, three fiction, three non-existent hypothetical children to give up $3 million? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I agree. I think if, like, the question was phrased, like, having three kids and being happy or having $3 million and being sad, miserable, then obviously the kids. But since it's just phrased, like, maybe vaguely, I think... I'd be happier with $3 million just in that situation. I think, yeah, I'd be happier. I actually don't know now because I don't want to get $3 million without working for it. So just for that reason, I would I, have to. I would completely disagree. I would love to just get $3 million for not doing anything. I don't understand. I have no shame. I would, if... Actually, no, I was going to say if I saw $3 million on the floor, I would pick it up, but I'm not sure I would because I feel like that's pretty sketchy. But if someone just gave me $3 million, then I would gladly take it, I think. So you wouldn't feel guilty? Not really. If they, were, if they were giving it to me, then, I mean, it's their choice. Here, you would really turn down $3 million. Like, no side effect except for you don't have kids you don't have kids already right i don't know i don't know what you're losing from this right you would rather not have three million dollars but like a very good work ethic you could still develop the work ethic even if you have three million dollars you could give back with the three million dollars you could like donate to you could give to charity yeah exactly. what do you what do you have with the work ethic would she yeah would you donate to charity hmm no this is so interesting now because 
you're right. Like if I had three million dollars, I could like invest it into cryptocurrency and get even richer. And I'm still working for it. Sorry. Yeah, but like, yeah, but you said initially, like, I don't want three million dollars, but I'm not working for three million dollars. What is that? <laughs> really stupid to me. No, okay. For me, it's like, if I'm not like, okay, what is the point of life if I'm already going to have a lot of money and if, if I'm already going to live? What do you like, think rich people, what do you think children of rich people do all day? They're brats. I don't want to be a brat. Yeah, but you weren't raised with three million. Okay, okay, there was a flaw in my argument. Sorry, I'm sorry, right? You weren't raised with three million dollars. You weren't raised with automatically, I will always have three million dollars. But if you were suddenly given three million dollars, you're like, would your higher mindset change? Would you become a completely different person because you had suddenly three million dollars? I, I know what happens to people, right? But do you think that would happen to you? I don't know. Money could change me. <laughs> How so? <laughs> I don't know. Ah, uh, this is such a hard question. I don't want to answer it. I'm, I'm going for three million dollars, man. I hate kids. I don't hate kids. So sorry to all children listening to this. Including us. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Three million dollars. What about you, Isaac? Would you what would you do? I would actually take three million dollars because I don't really like kids that much. Okay. Um, let's go with like last or uh, last two would you rather question. That was an interesting one though. I like I like that conversation. Um I didn't. Sorry about that one. Oh, this is interesting. Would you rather end all deaths that happen via car accidents or would you rather end terrorism? Which I know sounds like really bad that terrorism is not, okay, it's common, but I don't, okay, I'm not gonna say anything because I don't have the facts, but I'm gonna pull up the facts. I think I'd end all terrorism because like car accidents are usually accidents. They don't intend to happen, right? But terrorism is done with malicious intent. You know, it's worse i would say okay so uh based on my very very quick google searching skills um an estimated of 1.25 million people die annually um because of car accidents and on terrorism in 2017 26,800-something people died due to terrorism those are just facts not like trying to influence your decision Okay, I still go with ending terrorism, though, because even though car crashes kill more people, terrorism is a lot more impactful outside of, like, the actual death itself. Terrorism can destroy, like, whole communities and, like, livelihood and stuff, which I think living with that could be worse than actually dying. Yeah, I think I agree with you because uh, for, like, terrorism, I think to be able to prevent it is... uh, already a really good thing despite the obviously lower number in death like I feel like being able to prevent terrorism is much bigger than being able to always prevent car accidents because I feel like there's always technology that could help prevent car accidents or like like technology developing that could help like lessen the amount of people affected by car accidents um, rather than there's like no actual like I mean there probably is in like three thousand years, but like at this rate there's no actual um, technology that could be developed that would like inevitably end terrorism. Yes, I would agree with that as well. Okay, that's it for the would you rather's. 
just to end our podcast, um, I just want to go back to our topic, which was paranormal activity and conspiracy theories. Area 51, thoughts? I think I do believe in that. Because why else would they be hiding everything here? I mean, like if there's nothing to hide, there's nothing to be so secretive of them. Why are they no because secretive? Because there's people out there that would do things with information that is quote unquote harmless, but is not really harmless because there are secrets about. Wait, okay. So, so is the Area Fifty One thing like? If you want, like what you're continuing right now, or is it just the existence of Area Fifty One? Because it exists; it definitely exists. It's like a real place you can go to. I'm I think. Yeah. Like it's a cult of aliens. Okay. Um, I mean, it could be aliens, but also could be like nuclear weapons. Like they have equally as much reason to hide those. I didn't think about that, but yeah, that is true. Like, there's a reason why we don't know state secrets. There's a reason why everything is not available to the public. There's a reason why, like, censorship in China exists, or like everywhere else, but China is like big on that. That's a whole other topic. To be fair, I think the reason why alien, like, aliens in Area 51 is so, like, is so widespread, I think it's just a lot more appealing. I think there's aliens there and not war crimes about to be committed. Yeah, I think that would make sense. I think, yeah, I would agree. I'd much rather believe in the aliens than nuclear weapons that want to harm destroy people. Okay, any last thoughts about Area 51 before we say goodbye? Okay, bye. See you next time.